0: Hello there. It's Most Things Kenobi. This is the podcast you're looking for.
1: Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Lauren. And I'm your host, Leanne this week we are discussing the goddess the queen carrie fisher
0: yes and how she very very much changed my life by her princess leia character and she just got her star on the hollywood walk of fame and i am so pleased i'm just sad that she's not there <laughs> to accept I it
1: i know i feel like it's long overdue Way,
0: way over she's in way more movies I'm sorry but one of my favorite movies of all time that has Carrie Fisher in it is The Burbs and it's got young 1980s-ish oh, yes. Tom Hanks oh my yes. god there. it's just I love that
1: fucking movie and she's in it <laughs> I know so. she's in she's in so many movies she surprises me like she was in The Blues Brothers yeah which is super yeah. random <laughs> But my favorite non-Star Wars, and I might even like it better than Star Wars sometimes, is her in When Harry Met Sally. I know. I, oh, I know. God. I know. She has some of the funniest lines in that movie she delivers. And it's, they wouldn't be funny except the way she delivers them. It's like, it's all Carrie. That and is,
0: that's the beauty of Carrie Fisher, is that she was so effortlessly, dare I say, effervescent. She just <laughs> yes. had a zest about her, and I love her. And I just, even in death, she carries on. Oh,
1: see what I yes. did there. Oh, oh that's oh. very good. <laughs> oh.
0: But we're honoring her this week because she's been honored on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and now she's there with her space, her space, uh, brother crew. And, and yeah. crew. <laughs> Han's there.
1: Luke is there. <laughs>
0: so to speak. Yeah.
1: I loved seeing Mark at the, at the ceremony. That was really sweet to see I him know. with Billy Lord and how they have this really sweet relationship. She called him her space uncle.
0: <laughs> you I know, love so that cute. so much. I love that it so much. Precious. And she sprinkled glitter on the star and I thought it was hella <laughs> appropriate. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie was yeah. giving it the old, yes, I approve from, from up above.
1: Yeah. The old middle finger. Or the middle <laughs> finger,
0: yeah. <laughs> a, more, a more loving middle finger, if you will.
1: Like, yes. I think I still have that pin you gave me at, ce- uh, not celebration, at Comic-Con with yep. her little, <laughs> little <Yes>. middle finger.
0: <laughs> what would Carrie say? Or what would Carrie yes. do? And it's literally a middle <laughs> finger. And I fucking love it. I think everyone knows how much Princess Leia changed literally changed my life i wouldn't be sitting on this podcast talking about star wars if it wasn't for how she was portrayed like in my young girl mind as being like the the princess that didn't need rescuing and it was so refreshing to me and maybe i didn't know it at the time you know that she was a princess that didn't need rescuing but i knew there was something different about her character that really resonated with me i mean i've always been kind of a tomboy kind of a loner Always happy to go solo, go my own way, and I'm a little bit mouthy. So you know, Leia slash Carrie, you know, and shout out to Gary Fisher, Carrie Fisher's dog with that crazy
1: ass <laughs> tongue. We love him too. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got quite a following on social media. <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of him like right now, but he's God, so I love- cute and she. She took Gary a with at like, all our interviews, and he'd be, like, on the couch yes. next to her, just his tongue hanging out. Well, you so saw, funny. like,
0: I think it was on either The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi, like, the behind-the-scenes photos. And how happy did she look with everyone? Everyone loved her on set. Everyone. Yeah. And She's there great. she was with Gary, like, his tongue <laughs> hanging out.
1: just love everything about her irreverence you know i think daisy ridley and her were doing an interview together and someone asked daisy they were like what advice did carrie give you when you were getting into star wars and carrie said to not burn through the crew like wildfire (laughs) 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 like don't just sleep with everybody
0: (laughs) okay i mean it was the 70s I don't know that it's
1: done a lot now or maybe it isn't it's just done a lot quieter. <laughs> I mean we both read her book yes. The Princess Diarist. I would love to read her other books too at some that point. That came but... out what like weeks or months before she died? So close. Yeah, it was and I just looked at I didn't realize she was only 60 when she died. She was yeah. young. Yeah, she it her death hit
0: me. I mean it stopped me in my tracks when i was in a store and it showed up on my phone like i stopped and it was one of those like clutch my pearl have a deep breath yeah like what did i just read i was sad for a very long
1: time (laughs) after she died i think it was really surprising nobody was really expecting that at all her book was such an interesting insight like okay first of all I feel like I always knew that she and Harrison Ford had an affair. Like from being a little kid. So how was this a sudden reveal in like 2016 or whatever? I don't know. Because I don't know. (laughs) I feel like I always knew that. That was always public knowledge, I thought. But this book was interesting because it was like her diaries from that time. Filming A New Hope in particular. For sure.
0: Yeah. And a lot of the... I think underlying insecurities she had, which is amazing because she always seems seemed to be so secure and so I, I mean I guess that's part of the job is you're there yeah. to do a job and any insecurities that you know that she looked back on, you know, with her body in Hollywood, which is just mm-hmm. a fucking that's a whole other topic. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. The fact that she wasn't even she wasn't thin enough for return of the Jedi to put that bikini on. Like they made right. her lose even more weight. She was a small human anyway. Yeah. She's petite. She's short. It's just amazing. And, and you know that how, how that affects a human being's brain. You know, I don't want to limit it to just female because there is, there is just as much male pressure to look a certain way and to be a certain yeah. way, especially in Hollywood. And, Absolutely, Man, the, the way she talked about it in The Princess Diaries really resonated with me, and it still does. And it's, it's really humanizing to see your favorite character, your favorite actress, portraying this strong-willed character and know that somewhere it wasn't all perfect, it wasn't all strength. Every single person, whether they're playing a character or they are the character, they all have these intricacies about them. That speak to they're not flawless. They're not. They have a weakness, and they're dealing yeah. with something. And I think that's very human. And everyone needs to acknowledge that.
1: <laughs> I think, and I think it really contributed to why she was able to portray Leia. So she had that beautiful balance of being really strong, but also show, showing vulnerability. In a way that was extremely believable Mm -hmm. and normal, you know, like so many times in movies, there's just extreme representation of you're either a badass or you're, you know, overly sensitive. This was really refreshing, especially at this time period, because there were basically watch any movie from the 70s and it's gross. (laughs) It's pretty gross, especially after the Me Too movement. You start to realize how women were just objects in movies. They were, yeah. like, 100%. Yeah. Basically up, up. Uh, well, I might even argue to to this day. To but, this day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So to have Leia, who is extremely objectified, that's not like that wasn't a thing with the character. I mean, she was in a gold bikini, for God's sakes. And she looked great. I'm going to sit here and, and be like, she's fucking hot. She is. She is sexy, but I think women appreciate her, and and actually men do too. I don't want to just say this, because she's also really fucking smart. Yes, yes.
0: And I was, you were going
1: exactly where I was gonna go, <laughs>
0: <laughs> because her appreciation value comes at a far deeper level than yeah the hair and those big eyes and that tight body. I'll say it. She was. She was. She looked great. Yes, I wish I could look like that right now, but you never catch me in an iron bikini. Let's just throw
1: that out there. Sorry, when you look that good by starving yourself thin. So right, you know. but like
0: the the fact that she was able to then go on and even joke about it and kind of mm-hmm. make light of what is a terrible situation to be put in 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 Hollywood. I think like hey, yeah. either you drop this amount of weight, whether it's realistic or not, or you're off the movie.
1: When they did the same in Force Awakens, she said, she even Shit. joked about it and said, they only wanted about 75% of me. Yeah. <laughs> she she was like, they wanted her to lose weight even for that movie. Well, she looked beautiful. I, I just, I'll tell you what, I know we're jumping all
0: over the place, but I have so many thoughts, but I know they, I know she died and I know they did the best they could with the Rise of Skywalker, right? But they yeah. did managed to have some beautiful moments between her and ray but it could have been so much more and i don't say this as like damn it carrie you know like could have been so much yeah i'm saying like just from the parts that we got that were filmed and put together and and editing teams (laughs) doing editing Mm -hmm. things you know just think of the product that would have happened between her and Ray. I think the relationship between Leia and Ray was really special. And we didn't even get the full 100%, is, I guess is what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They could have been, I mean, she's such a great actress. You know, and I, I even feel like Harrison Ford is kind of always the same. I love him, but he's kind of always yes. Harrison Ford. Right. But I feel like Carrie and Mark in particular, oh. yeah. the older they got, the better better they are as actors like mark's performance in the last jedi was just fucking amazing the tenderness between them and and you know yes they're brother and sister
0: they're twins they've been through this galaxy together but it's mark and carrie the tenderness of their friendship and their relationship all of those years in that one moment where he says no one's ever really gone i'm gonna get tears if the if the Mm -hmm. last jedi brought anything it was that moment and and yeah we didn't know the gravity of it until Right. She died. And Right. That moment is just and and then they cut and you know the part like where they're still crying, even though yes. the cameras are done. That's real shit between
1: Carrie and Mark. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Their relationship in particular I think is really special because they were kindred spirits, I think, like right from the beginning. They're both super goofy. They both kind of like <laughs> Because she came from vaudeville, right? Like her mother yes, was yes, Debbie yes, yes. Reynolds, and no. had this personality. And Mark is just goofy that way, anyway. So it's
0: so wild to think that her mother is Debbie Reynolds. Like I, I know
1: every time I watch Singing in the Rain, I can yes. see Carrie's cute little face in Debbie Reynolds. It's so
0: wild. I just oh god, it's like cinematic history. These people that we're talking
1: about, you know. I know. But, yeah, I just think that them together... I mean, there's all this the behind-the-scenes footage of them, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anytime you see them together, they're laughing. <laughs> he said he would do anything to make her laugh because she was so funny. He wanted, he felt like he achieved something by making her laugh. And that's why there's that pink bathrobe picture you talked yes. about from Return of the Jedi. Yes. <laughs> like, he and just wanted to make her laugh, so he put on her bathrobe. <laughs> and
0: doesn't he... Doesn't Isn't there that scene? I fucking love it where Carrie hands him a beer up in the X-Wing. She yes. Like, what is yes. happening? I need to know, like, the entire context of everything in that moment. <laughs> because I, I fucking love that. That could it's actually so happen classic. in Star Wars. Leia could actually give an alcoholic <laughs> beverage to Luke and be like, don't forget <laughs> to come back. Drink responsibly, you know? And then, like, <laughs>
1: yes. off he flies. <laughs> I know. Well, their friendship is, is really endearing, I think, and and maybe more so, I guess, because they, well, I guess we don't know behind the scenes, but supposedly they never had a relationship. She even says in her book, mm-hmm. there's a part of her diary where she said, maybe I should have had a relationship with Mark because then it would have meant something because she oh, felt like I know Harrison Ford was kind of just using her and she felt like Mark would have actually cared about her. I just thought that was a re- that when I read that in the book I like closed the book and just sat there for a minute I was like <laughs> think of how history could have been different oh, way different
0: <laughs> way way different but <laughs> yeah I think it's great that it happened with her and Han and not with her and I'm sorry I keep calling them by their character <laughs> names god damn it this is how real it is to me I'm glad it didn't happen with her and Mark because it's one of those things where better off as friends is better in the long run. And look what happened. Her and Mark stayed, quote unquote, together. Yeah. Forever.
1: Exactly. There was
0: a level of respect there. Not that Harrison and her didn't have respect, but you know how you kind of dance around Mm -hmm. All of that hanky-panky shit when someone's married and all the stuff and it's all, you know what I mean? And people are just grown folks doing grown folks things on movie sets, whatever. But like, (laughs) I'm not going to comment on any of it. It is what it is. It happened. She said it, whatever. But I'm glad that she didn't do it with Mark because it preserved this like wholesome thing between them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a real thing. I mean, Julie Andrews says the same thing about Christopher Plummer. Because when they were in The Sound of Music, they were both very attracted to each other. But she was married with a baby, and he was going through a divorce. So they never hooked up. But they stayed friends till they were like 100 years old. Like, literally. And she even said she thinks they were good friends because they never had a relationship. And it preserved their friendship. Like you said, they could stay friends forever that way. Yes, yes, totally, totally. So, yeah, I think think you're totally right with that. It's... (laughs) It's. It actually gave us more by giving us less. <laughs> yes. We, more is less, and less is yes. more.
0: Is that a gray? Is that an area of gray that we <laughs> hearkening back to? <laughs> yeah.
1: I liked our last episode. That was fun.
0: So I want to talk about Billy Lord at the Hall of Fame speech that she gave mm-hmm. for Carrie, because I want to read a part of it, because... When I listened to her talk, I thought it was, I thought it was, lo- Billy is lovely.
1: Mm-hmm. I want nothing yeah. but the
0: best for her forever. <laughs> I love that she portrayed Leia, like, in form when it was, what is it, in The Rise of Skywalker in that duel where they both have their masks on and they're training her and uh, Leia and Luke. And that, that was Billy Lord? It's actually Billy Lord's body.
1: Oh, and then they superimposed.
0: Yeah, it was, it was very nice. I, I loved, I it. I loved all of who that. Did, who did Luke? Was it his son? I actually can't <laughs> remember. I don't know who said, but I was more interested in <laughs> the fact that it was Billy. <laughs> but here's what she said during the ceremony, and I will quote her. Quote, I realize that Leia is more than just a character. She's a feeling. She is strength. She is wit. She is femininity at its finest. She knows what she wants and she gets it. She doesn't need anyone to rescue her because she rescues herself and even rescues the rescuers. And no one could have played her like my mother. And she actually goes on to say that she is more than Princess Leia. She is Carrie Fisher. Like, and that, those two things together, I just loved every second of that because that is why I love Princess Leia. She's wit. She's femininity. She's strength. She's a rescuer and a rescuer of herself.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I just love her. She she changed how I looked at sci fi characters forever and like female leads. Yeah,
1: for sure. And the fact that she rescues the rescuers, I love that. Yeah, I think it's it's what a whole generation of women needed, honestly. Oh, truly. And. I'm sure it was an insane burden for Carrie to carry. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> yes. You know, people people have strong feelings about their heroes mm-hmm. and then they maybe meet them and put all their feelings on that person. And it's you know, it means a lot to you to say that to your hero, but also th- they're oh, like yeah. Carrie probably heard this stuff all the time. For decades. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot. It is. It's a lot emotionally to carry other people's stories, you know? And so that's why she eventually had to accept that Princess Leia was her and she was Princess Leia. Like, you couldn't divide the two anymore.
0: Maybe she didn't want to. And now, my God, we have the Kenobi show
1: (laughs) who added yet
0: another layer (laughs) to the love of Princess Leia because we got to meet her through Vivian. We got to see her speak so fluently and and, and eloquently at celebration.
1: And isn't she just, Carrie would love her. Carrie would have loved her. And she she has that look too. She definitely looks like Carrie. You can see Mm -hmm. young Leia in that face. So to have the full package, like she looks like her, but she also has the spirit of her as well. I think she did a beautiful job. I love her performance. And
0: didn't they say it took her, like, audition, like, eight weeks or something? Six to eight weeks lot. or
1: something? Yeah. Before... a lot of auditioning.
0: That's a lot for a child, but that tells you how important they knew that it would be to get it right.
1: Yes. So... I think it was... a. That is a job that would be very intimidating. Oh, God. Not only is this one of the most iconic characters in all of cinema, but it's also one of the most iconic actresses yeah. in all of cinema. And so to cast her as a child, that is a lot. And you don't want to fuck it up because this is also one of the most brutal fan bases. True. <laughs> they will not just attack the character, they'll attack the actor. So well, I know, but I, we've got to do better. I hope we're doing better. I mean, please.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's... I, I thought... I remember sitting at Celebration and watching the Look Back at Kenobi panel and Vivian was talking and I'm she's hitting it... She's hitting all the points, right? Why Why the character mm-hmm. is like this and why she understood the character from this point of view. And I'm like, she's too damn young to know. Like... <laughs> <laughs> how does she know yeah. this about princess leia like she's either yeah. very 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 self-aware and aware of the larger concept of star wars and and princess leia as a whole or or she's just memorizing stuff i don't want to discredit her i think she gets it but to be that young and to get it she
1: does have a photographic memory though which is that fucking too. crazy i can't even imagine what that must be like she, they said they would give her a page of dialogue. She would look at it once and be able to do it. That, Whereas Ewan was like trying to read and keep up with her. The seasoned veteran. Yeah, It's, exactly. it's like, wait a second,
0: hold up, kid. I got to memorize this. <laughs> I kind of love uh, that. It's very open I do. Too. <laughs> Come
1: now, let me read a few of these lines before we proceed. <laughs> Uh I've been rewatching just parts of the Kenobi show and he's so good. They're both so good. We should do a rewatch. It's time. It's been a year. It's been a year. Yeah. It's
0: been a year. We should do a rewatch episode. We should. Oh, why not cause more pain when we've already lived through it? Let's <laughs> go for some more. Please. Let's go for broke. <laughs> what would you say your favorite Princess Leia moment is?
1: That is a really good question because there's so many good ones.
0: I, I know it's it's really that was an unfair question. I didn't I didn't prepare you for it.
1: Well, I was sitting here thinking I... of it. <laughs> I love her in, I mean, I love her all the time, but I love her in Empire Strikes Back because at the beginning, she's just, like, so fucking bad. And then she's giving Han a hard time and just, like, not giving him a fucking inch on how she's cranky about him. (laughs) And then all the way up to then changing and, and, like, I also feel a little cringy about Empire Strikes Back when Han kisses her while she's telling him not to. Because well, yeah, we've, yes we've means this, no yeah. in the George Lucas universe. But yeah. to have her then be so vulnerable to say, I love you to mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. that is one of my favorite moments because she's she does it so beautifully. This is why I love Carrie Fisher, right? Because she can be really tough, but then she's able to show that vulnerability in her vocal inflection. And yeah. that's why I love her in When Harry Met Sally because she's, delivers that line about the wagon wheel coffee table uh-huh. sincerely. And that's what makes it funny. I believe she, I like think she's going to say something loving and affectionate and then talks about the stupid coffee table. Right. Like, yes. That's why she's such a good actress. And yeah. I love that scene. What about you?
0: Uh, it's I mean, that one's right up there. The 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 I love you. I, I really love her opening moments in A New Hope. Just the smack talk. The sass, you know, when you the think foul of it, how stench
1: when I was brought yeah, on board. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, so good. it's just.
0: If you just think about it from a Skywalker point of view, how on fucking point that is <laughs> mm-hmm. with her father, and he's standing there, and he doesn't even know it's his kid. How the fuck? Anyway, I just love the sassiness and the fact that she can her fucking world blew up and she yeah. carries on. And I love any moment. I, I really love, there isn't like a giant big moment. I guess the, I love you moment is the big giant moment, but I love when she's handing out the medals cause she looks so divine. Mm-hmm. And a true princess moment, you know? Yeah. Cause up until that point, we've only heard about her status and then we get to see her, but I love the tender moments in empire strikes back with Luke. When she hears him and he calls to her through the force. Oh, yeah! And she's in the ship. Oh, my ship. God. How did I forget about that? I, I love that part so much. I wish we had more of that. And then she takes care of him and she's with him. And
1: yeah, the way they see... hug Yeah, when the... he first comes on ship. Yes.
0: There's a familial yeah. bond there that we're starting to get more of. Empire Strikes Back as a whole
1: is fantastic. She, and honestly, that moment where they just show her face and she's feeling Luke in the forest. Like, she is yes. so gorgeous. Oh, God. She, she's lit so beautifully. Yes. And, like, just everything about it is, oh. That well, movie the, has be- just, everyone looks the beautiful lighting. in that movie. Yes. yes. <laughs> the,
0: the the part in the cryo chamber where she says that to Han, her face makes her eyes, the way it's lit, Her it makes her eyes mm-hmm. look even bigger and sadder. Yeah. I always give credit to actors and actresses who can act with their eyes and they don't have to say anything. I don't know how they do it. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I'm such a verbal emoter, I guess. Is that (laughs) like I emote quite verbally? Shock, everybody. But like... (laughs) But I I just give so much credit to actors and actresses who can do it with their eyes, and even Vivian as a child had it. I mean, she's. I hope she grows up and does fantastic things, and I hope we see her again in in things, and we'd be like, oh, that's little Leia,
1: that's her. I know, I know. I wonder if she'll ever do any more Star Wars. As she gets older, she could. Only if they do it right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know the the quote that kills me, and it kills you too. From the Kenobi series when Obi-Wan gets down on her level in that last episode. Whose favorite scene was that? That was Ewan's favorite scene, Ewan's favorite,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's when he said he was sobbing uncontrollably in the the audio booth or whatever. Well, I'm going to read it
0: because we all know the quote by now. And we've read it before on this show. But Mm -hmm. think about these descriptors that Obi-Wan uses for Leia. Think of it with Carrie Fisher in mind. So let me read it. Princess Leia Organa, you are wise, discerning, kind-hearted. These are the qualities that came from your mother, but you are also passionate, fearless, and forthright, and these are gifts from your father. Those are exact descriptors for Carrie. Yeah, they suit. that suits her perfectly. And it's like chicken and egg. Carrie Fisher <laughs> is Leia Organa, or is yes. Leia Organa, Carrie Fisher, or are they just one?
1: <laughs> That's such a good point, because she she would not have been the same if played by any other actress
0: yeah there is no other person that could play leia organa skywalker solo (laughs) so many names (laughs) and who the fuck who the fuck let's close with this who the fuck gets buried with their ashes in a prozac pill container i love her (laughs) i love you carrie fisher From someone who also takes anti-anxiety and antidepressant medications, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Our listener question this week is, outside of Star Wars, what is your favorite Carrie Fisher role? It can be movie, show, anything. Let us know because we told you ours.
1: Yeah, I mean, she even did a lot of voiceover work, too, so that could qualify.
0: Let us know your favorite non-Star Wars Carrie Fisher work.
1: We'd love to read it next week on the show. Speaking of next week, (laughs) next week we are going to dive back into some Star Wars literature. Yes. (laughs) We're going to discuss two more short stories from a certain point of view, the Empire Strikes Back edition. We haven't picked them yet, so we can't tell you which ones they're going to be, but it's going to be two that we haven't covered. If you want to listen to our previous episode about it, you can go back through our archives. We did two previously, and they were freaking awesome. Yeah. So I'm very excited to dive back into this short story collection. So we'll talk about that next week. Last week's episode, we talked about the controversial
0: Grey Jedi. (laughs) And what's funny is we got a comment from our friend and patron, Kevin, who actually said he didn't know too much about the topic of a gray Jedi, only that it was controversial. And then he listened to the episode and said he really enjoyed the topic and learned a lot. So it's it's always nice to hear that we're bringing something new to the table, even if it's not new to those people. And And it doesn't have to be controversial. We're just out here. He, I think he compared it to pizza. He said, that not everyone likes every <laughs> topping, but it's still pizza and everyone loves
1: pizza. So I was like, I exactly. can't argue with that. At all. That is all. a delicious analogy. <laughs> it
0: is. So thank you, Kevin. We were glad to bring some gray to the light for you.
1: <laughs> we also got uh, an email from our patron, Michela and she brought up some really cool points about Ahsoka that she wanted to make. Mm. So she said that, Everything about Ahsoka's symbolism screams gray and balance to her. And some examples she gives uh, she gives are: Ahsoka has two lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Her code name is Fulcrum, which is brilliant because a fulcrum is the point of balance, perfect in a scale or uh, you know a mechanism that yes. is the the yep. center point of balance. And her lightsabers are white. And yes. she made the point that a lot of people think that. White is a sign of purity, but also, it's just so right, because this is so true in graphic design. I I talk about this all the time. White is not the absence of colors. It is the presence of all colors. Right, yes. Oh, it's so good. The fact that she has white lightsabers means that she represents all things like all possibilities i think that's so freaking cool <laughs>
0: she gets those white lightsabers after everything that goes on with her leaving the order and the whole em- the yeah. empire takes over and all this stuff so like it's perfect it's- michela perfect
1: love it thank you so much for joining us here on the most things kenobi podcast we appreciate every single one of our patrons and are grateful for your support If you'd like to support the podcast and become a patron as well, head over to the Most Things Kenobi Patreon. As always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you enjoy the podcast, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. And if you need just one place to find all of these, head over to MostThingsKenobi.com.
0: So until next time, my space twin, may the Force be with you. Always.